from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 17th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. 19 of Ohio's 88 counties are now under a level 3 or red health alert related to COVID-19. Kevin Landers says those counties will be under a face covering mandate beginning this evening. The governor explained why he's worried about the cases he's seeing. Every morning when I get up and turn on the news and I see what's going on in Florida or Texas or California or Alabama, other states, my worst nightmare is that that's coming to Ohio. All of the counties in Ohio that are now in red represent 60% of the state's population. All of them will be under a mask mandate beginning at 6 o'clock. From the State House, Kevin Landers. That total 19 Ohio counties is up from 12 last Thursday. Counties newly added to the Level 3 alert are Lucas and Allen in northwest Ohio, Delaware, Union, Licking, and Richland in central Ohio, and Scioto County in southern Ohio, Hamilton and Butler counties in southwest Ohio and Cuyahoga County in northeast Ohio remain at a level three, but have been removed from the watch list. Athens County in southeast Ohio is now at a level three and has been placed on that watch list. Of course, Athens County is the home of Ohio University. Andrew Horansky has more with a student there who has COVID-19. Melanie Ellis believes it happened over the 4th of July weekend when students at Ohio University returned and celebrated. I can't taste anything that I eat. I can't smell anything. I have shortness of breath really bad. Athens is at the center of the state's latest outbreak. Governor DeWine announcing the county is dangerously close to alert level four, purple. Athens County has more COVID-19 cases in the last two weeks than they've had over the entire time of the pandemic. I'm Andrew Horansky. Fellow Republican legislators are trying to blunt Governor DeWine's health order that requires the wearing of masks. Tracy Townsend has more. The governor vetoed a bill that would have eased penalties for violating those health orders. Right now, the penalty is a $750 fine and up to 90 days in jail. That legislation would have required a warning on the first violation and a maximum fine of $150. Lawmakers can still override the governor's veto. I'm Tracy Townsend. U.S. Senator Rob Portman visited the Columbus Public Health Department yesterday to get a first-hand look at how COVID-19 testing is being conducted. Yolanda Harris reports. He says he wanted to see how federal funds are being used to expand testing and what can be done going forward. Only by testing people will we know the degree of the problem and be able to immediately get on top of it and to deal with hotspots as they develop. Because if you can test and you can do the contact tracing, you can stop the spread of the virus. And that's been our our issue, not just in Ohio, but around the country. About 20,000 Ohioans are getting tested for COVID-19 every single day. I'm Yolanda Harris. A gym teacher at Mount Vernon Middle School northeast of Columbus is accused of raping a female student. Lacey Crisp has the latest. Andrew Walsh is now facing two felony charges, rape and sexual battery. According to a criminal complaint, it happened in September 2018. The victim told the Knox County Sheriff's Office the incident allegedly took place at Walsh's school office as she had just turned 15 years old at the time. There was a second assault, according to the complaint. The victim says she went to Walsh's house to babysit, and he sexually assaulted her. The superintendent said the district is cooperating with law enforcement. In Mount Vernon, Lacey Crisp, 
Columbus City Council members say they're reimagining public safety and the community will learn what that means in a first reading of proposed legislation soon. Tracy Townsend has the details. Council President Shannon Harden told me that recent social unrest and protests across the nation and of course here in Columbus are fueling much needed change in what it means to keep everyone safe. The proposed ordinances include a ban on no-knock warrants, reallocates police funding, and adds a check of hate group affiliation to police background checks. We need to know that regardless of your skin color, you're getting the same type of service and the same type of feeling of safety. Now, a vote is expected on this on July 27th. I'm Tracy Townsend. An embattled police chief in southwest Ohio is getting some support, ONN's Steve Vaughn explains. Both the NAACP and the Council on American-Islamic Relations are calling for a federal investigation into allegations that Westchester Police Chief Joe Herzog told racially insensitive and sexist jokes to fellow officers. I've read each one of the complaints, and I can assure you that all the complaints are being taken very seriously. Township Trustee Ann Becker. We do need to make some, some changes, and changes will come. But Herzog got a show of support from Trustee Lee Wong. I think, in my opinion, Chief Herzog have done a wonderful job in this community. So far, six officers have filed formal complaints. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The University of Toledo has decided to drop its plans for now to sell its medical center. Emma Henderson reports. According to Adrian King with the University of Toledo, it was federal funding from the CARES Act that recouped their losses from the coronavirus and allowed the university to make this decision. You know, we've been very transparent with the community about the financial challenges and struggles that the hospital is having. The fight to keep UTMC in the long term is not done, however. King says the community support they've seen since the announcement of the possible sale and finding more funding will be what it takes to keep the hospital. In South Toledo, Emma Henderson. And Ohio's unemployment rate continues to drop as businesses reopen. ONN's Dave James has more. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the state's unemployment rate for June was 10.9 percent, down from 13.9 in May. Ohio's June rate is not far from the national figure of 11.1 percent. More than 200,000 Ohioans returned to work in June, but the state still had 631,000 unemployed people. Just over 5 million people are working in Ohio. A year ago, Ohio's unemployment rate was 4.1%. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.